Welcome to Ogre, Old Guys Geekly Review. This is going to be an uh, episode for episode 23. We're going to be covering the last part of December here. Uh, this episode is going to be a little different because we are without my good buddy Nick. Uh, it is very, very cold here, negative 17 degrees currently, going to get even colder. People are fighting the flu. But we didn't want to leave you all uh, without any content for several weeks at a time. And saying that, we're also going to look at uh, doing these smaller episodes, maybe on a couple of days basis, daily basis, giving you a little bit more content, regular stuff. These mini episodes will probably be shorter, so hopefully look forward to a couple of those in the future. But we've got episode 23, may or may not be the last episode for the year, but we're going to talk about what's going on. And uh, we'll see, uh, without my good buddy Nick, this might be a little bit shorter, but uh, we're going to try to cover everything that we possibly can that's gone over the last couple of weeks and give you the lowdown. So uh, it might be spoilers if you haven't seen some of these things, so be aware of that. Now, in the box office, we have Avatar, of course. And Avatar uh, is either succeeding or failing based on who you ask. I mean, people are all over the place on this one as far as whether or not this is a success or a failure. Um, it's got to break a crazy amount of money, apparently, to, to break even. Uh, Cameron has shot a lot of content for uh, movie three and four as well as this one. So we may get those uh, based on how well it's done. Well, really probably depends on how steep of a drop it takes. Is it going to drop like the superhero movies? Or is it going to be more of a traditional James Cameron movie and have longer legs? And so that's left to be seen. But uh, for those of you who have seen it, I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, three hours and something minutes, uh, way of water. We have a couple other movies coming out that probably won't dethrone Avatar. But on the 21st, we have uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish coming out to theaters. So get your animated kind of cutesy fun there. And on the 23rd, we have Babylon, which is uh, probably one of those uh, award winner uh, seeking movies. We got Brad Pitt, uh, Margot Robbie, lots of star power in this one. So if you want your star power, uh, critically acclaimed kind of stuff, this is that, that kind of movie. So Babylon, I believe it's a, a fictitious Hollywood uh, drama of some sort, like Hollywood fictitious history show. So check that out and then another oscar seeker on the 30th uh, tom hanks throws his hat in with a man called otto this is probably your curmudgeonly curmudgeon of movies you've got your old cranky uh grump man and he is uh you know living his life obviously things have happened and it's kind of about his i don't know coming to terms with things i believe from what i've seen tom hanks will always do a good job with that so we've, we've got um, that to look forward to. On the 30th, A Man Called Otto. And yeah, without, without Nick here, what, what do I have to talk about? I just, uh, I just have to imagine what he'd, what he'd tell me. Um, but we're going to move on to television. So we had the premiere of National Treasures on Disney+. Plus. Uh, you know, no Nicolas Cage. And certainly, I don't know, watch the first pilot episode. And it was it was okay. I don't think it has quite the the weight of the National Treasure movies. It didn't seem like it had the the stakes of those. 
um, almost like it was playing second tier as far as content and what it was what it was talking about but um, for those of you who are looking for a good uh, mystery and uh, a little bit of action this is certainly something to keep uh, on your radar try it out uh, more on the action front and more on the the spy espionage drama and all of that is we've got Jack Ryan season 3 on Amazon on the 21st so check out your Jack Ryan that's been pretty solid season three on Amazon and uh, the one I'm looking forward to on the 25th is the Witcher spinoff Blood Origin on Netflix and so that is definitely the one of those three that I'll be checking out and probably committing to the most is we've got that new Witcher series on the 25th other than that uh, I've been watching Willow Willow continues to be good if you enjoyed the original movie uh, it's still very shocking to have this humor inlaid with the fantasy because all of the fantasy stuff we've had for the last decade or so has really been very serious and very dark and willow is a mixed bag of that it can be as dark as game of thrones at the last episode actually the episode before last they were killing people off left and right so not to spoil who or whatever but yeah, it was. It can get pretty dark. People uh, don't expect anybody to survive this one. It, it could be, be any of the characters that uh, they decide to do something with. But I, I'm enjoying the ride, and I'm I'm here for all the dad jokes. I'm here for all that. Should be a good time. Uh, other than that, haven't watched a whole lot of TV other than anime. But I'm going to go through with the anime and give you my best of. So if you're looking for uh, the anime that in this past year that you might have missed then most people are giving the year anime year of the award to uh, the cyberpunk 2077 edge runners and it was good but it was also very bloody uh, very edgy and more um, you know fist of the North Star Akira kind of level of anime which uh, I actually enjoyed the story enough to stick with it even though it's not my favorite anime so a lot of kudos to be said for that but if you're looking for something a little less bloody I've got some options for you here um, my dress up darling which I've mentioned a couple of times great rom-com uh, the first season was definitely excellent looking forward to season two hope there's a season two I'm pretty sure that's already in production but we'll we'll see when it comes out uh, that one for rom-com great anime and uh, I believe that one's on Crunchyroll uh, if you're looking for the one that I think most people on a critic level would would give awards to uh, Akibi Akibi's Sailor Uniform great art great story lots of drama um, so if you're looking for something that is both slice of life and has a little heavier drama weight to it then that is definitely one for you right there kibi sailor uniform both of those came out in the the winter of last year so they've been out for about a year in the spring we got the introduction of one that a lot of people are enjoying because this one defies genre it's all over the place it is uh, a little bit of everything a little comedy a little drama um, just a little bit of everything a spy movie so spy family uh, that is definitely one to watch it's uh, it's cute. It's serious. It's got all kinds of things going on with it. So spy family um, Make you laugh make you cry that kind of thing 
uh, one that I loved, and it combines two of my least favorite genres, historical fiction and idol anime, and somehow makes it into something just beautiful, is Ya Boy Kong Ming. And that's on High Dive, but if you don't have High Dive because it's the kind of second tier anime service, I suggest getting it just for this show. Uh, ya Boy Kong Ming, it's special. It's, it's got something you won't see in a lot of other anime. Great story, great characters, combines two things that just shouldn't go together and it works so well. So check out Ya Boy Kong Ming, the dub just finished of that not, not long ago. Uh, the summer, we got that Cyberpunk 2077 Edge Runners. Uh, we also got Licorice Recoil. And that one, it gave me Cowboy Bebop feels. So Cowboy Bebop is very, very special, but it's, it's got a feel that doesn't exist in a lot of modern anime. And this one kind of got back to that. It's got the, the somewhat secret organizations thrown in with another layer of story and the, the characters and stuff and the sci-fi is not the same. The place, the setting, the characters are very different, but it did give me that Cowboy Bebop feel. And so I, I think you should check that out, Licorice Recoil, and that's on Crunchyroll. The last one I'm going to mention, and there's probably a couple of others that may make this list, but are either not quite finished from the fall or the dub hasn't finished, and I haven't quite finished it myself, so I, I'll probably skip a few that I may mention later. But Uzaki-chan wants to hang out Season 2, Part 2. And the reason I'm mentioning this one is because if you're looking for rom-coms, it is very difficult to find an anime that can make a season two better than season one. And season two for this manages to evolve the characters, add new characters, change the dynamic of the anime in such a way that you're getting something special, something different, and it grows. Too, too many rom-coms and and other animes that have tried multiple seasons have just failed at being able to evolve the characters and have them grow in natural ways but this one succeeds so very happy about that and it's still getting its dubs it's a little more than halfway through so check out Uzaki-chan wants to hang out if you're interested in a rom-com comedy sli uh, you know, slice of life kind of thing so we had the Video Game Awards, um, the award winner was Elden Ring, which was not much of a surprise. Um, it wasn't my top pick, and I'll give you my top pick. But Elden Ring was it, definitely special for the year. A lot of critics loved it. Uh, players either loved it or hated it, or somewhere in between. I was in the somewhere in between category myself. And um, yeah, just not a surprise that Elden Ring got that. If you are into the get good kind of games, the Souls games, then this is definitely one to check out. Um, if you're not into those, but you like fantasy exploration, you still should probably check it out, even though you may or may not like it. And so Elden Ring was the number one. I would have given it to, I played all six. Um, I would have given it to the new God of War Ragnarok. And that's mostly because the the graphics were, were much better than many of the other games, except maybe Horizon. The story, well rehearsed, well scripted, well directed, uh, very solid. And then everything about it was just felt very polished and, and high level. I can't really say that about 
the others. So even though the others shined in a lot of places, I just felt like God of War had everything that it should have to get that top award. And it won quite a few awards. I was really surprised that given the number of awards that it got, that it didn't get the, the game of the year, but whatever. So that's the one I would suggest if you're looking at one of the, the big games of the year. Uh, the other honorable mentions were Stray, excellent game, uh, very short though, about five hours. And it's a, you play as a cat, exploration kind of thing, solving some, some environmental puzzles stuff uh, the one that I spent the most time with as far as what did I sink the most amount of my life into would be Xenoblade Chronicles 3 which I would actually give the lowest ranking of the six still a very good game um, but I would like to see a little bit more polish in the graphics I would have liked to have seen um, more solid voice acting and uh, but other th than that the game was was really good if you like a good JRPG, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, definitely something you should play and check out. Uh, the others, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Horizon keeps getting overshadowed by a lot of other things, even though it's a great series. The first one and the second one both are just very solid. If you like your open world explorations, uh, you, you can't miss those. Check those out. And um, I am forgetting a couple here. Well, I'll be sure to go back and mention those later. Um, next episode, I'll try to remember to mention those. Other games that I played, I finished Dragon Quest Treasures. Dragon Quest Treasures was a pretty solid game. It was not great uh, as far as Dragon Quest goes. I mean, it's a certain spin-off uh, genre of game. Now, Dragon Quest Treasures, you had a lot of exploration, looking for treasure, little bit of story though so the story is just kind of there to accompany the the exploration the going out and the finding the treasures but it, it's there um, I would like to have seen more voice solid voice acting for the Dragon Quest treasures I would have liked to have seen a little bit more um, effort put into that because it could have been really special it actually had the bones to be a really special solid game uh, but it it I don't know if for budgetary reasons or what, but they just didn't make it into something that could be considered a mainline Dragon Quest game. So, but you'll you'll have fun if you like exploration. Uh, one that people have been talking about, and I finally got around to playing, and it is a lot of fun. It is a very arcade, play for thirty minutes, and uh, roguelike. And I don't normally like roguelikes, but I'll say this one kept me entertained a lot longer than I expected it to uh, vampire survivors so it's, it's definitely low budget roguelike repeat and r rinse and you know level up your characters as they die and stuff it, it's it's fun it's fun you should try it out uh, also played Lego Star Wars the Skywalker saga that's been out for a little while now and it is a lot of game I mean there is hundreds of hours you could lose to this thing to get all the collectibles and all the mini stuff and play all the mini games and yeah there there is a lot to do here very massive in its scope and everything i mean not if you play just the the straight storyline <laughs> you're basically watching all nine movies they don't cut a whole lot it's got most of the major scenes as a matter of fact even just playing through the main stuff will take you just about the same amount of time as it would be to watch the movie. So not only do you have the nine movies, you've just got a ton of side missions and content. 
So Lego, uh, Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, very solid. You can find it now for around 40 bucks usually, so it's a bit cheaper now, and I'd say it's a good time to pick it up if you're looking for something to play. Very platform, very shooter-oriented, uh, not very difficult. Got some uh, flight simulation stuff in there too, so yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff to check out. What I'm going to be playing next week is I'm going to be playing Crisis Core, the Final Fantasy reunion game. And it is not a remake like Final Fantasy VII. And in Final Fantasy VII Remake, they changed the story around a bit. They made it interesting, not just with the new graphics and new overhaul, but they made it interesting in where they were taking the story from this point on. Uh, this is... Updated graphics, updated gameplay, but not updated story. It's pretty much going to still be the same story that leads up to Final Fantasy Remake. So I'll be checking that out, give you my thoughts on that. Uh, Evil West, a game that's a first-person shooter, came out not long ago. Got some pretty good reviews, so I'll be checking that out. And then High on Life has been out. I want to start it pretty soon. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so everybody's been talking about it. Rick and Morty Creators tied in with that so you'll uh, it, it's got some good comedy apparently so I'll be checking out those now like I mentioned before we have the game awards that came out almost two weeks ago now and I just want to mention some of the stuff that we're looking forward to that came out and um, they mentioned that Hades great roguelike um, great roguelike game Hades 2 will be in early access coming this year on 2023 and a game called Judas now one of my top five end game experiences happened in Bioshock Infinite the experience of living through that game was it, it hits you very personally and knowing and playing the other Bioshocks I just have a lot of faith that what they're going to do with Judas is going to give you that experience that you can't get just by playing a regular video game. So looking forward to Judas. Uh, it's supposedly coming out this next year, 2023. Looking forward to that. Uh, March 17th, we got a release date three months out for the new Star Wars Jedi Survivor. And the previous game was very good. Probably the best Star Wars that they've put out from EA with the, the uh, contract that they had with Star Wars before they opened everything up. So probably one of the best Star Wars games in the last 10 years is the previous one. So high hopes for this one being just as good. March 17th is the projected release date for that. Uh, we have a release date uh, for the new Baldur's Gate 3 which has been in early access for a while, but now we have the official release of August of next year. Um, it's going to be a great game. Just uh, so looking forward to Baldur's Gate 3. Love the fantasy, love the Dungeons & Dragons franchise, so that will definitely be up my alley. Blue Protocol, which is also coming out in the second half of 2023. Another fantasy online um, RPG. Excited about that one. Looks gorgeous. Can't wait to play it. Uh, we've got one with a lot of stars uh, called Crime Boss, uh, what, Rock City, um, Chuck Norris, Danny Glover, Vanilla Ice, and Michael uh, Rooker 
yeah, lots of lots of cameos and stuff in this one. So Crime Boss, look forward to that one coming out March 28th. Don't have too long to wait for that one. Lords of the Fallen looks really good. If you're into the Elden Ring genre, it looks very similar. Um, high graphics, high fidelity fantasy. So maybe have uh, upscaled combat, maybe difficult. You know, try it out. You might like Lords of the Fallen. We got an announcement for Armored Core. Armored Core 4 by for FromSoft. So another um, Souls-like possibly. And we'll see that possibly being released in next year. But uh, we got the trailer for that one. And a lot of people are excited about Armored Core 4. Definitely a franchise that I've, I've played the other games of. And it's been too long since they've had another release for that. We got some more footage. Final Fantasy 16 footage and um, looks solid. It's going to be such a packed year next year. So many games coming out and that's going to be in the middle of the year. We get Final Fantasy and then and also in the middle of the year, just a couple weeks difference is Diablo 4. Um, man, I can't imagine people not jumping on Diablo 4 and uh, wondering whether or not they have time to play Final Fantasy because two weeks to finish Diablo 4 seems like a, a very short amount of time. So we'll see if uh, Diablo 4 cuts into those Final Fantasy numbers. And that's all the, the big news for video games. We have not really much coming up in the next couple weeks as far as new releases. Uh, the next release that is coming out that I'll probably pick up to play is the One Piece Odyssey, the One Piece RPG game. Uh, but that's not coming out until um, three weeks from now, uh, middle, middle of January. So you'll get to hear my thoughts on that one uh, in about a month from now after I've played it. Uh, if you haven't been, keep checking Epic Games for their free PC releases if you've got a uh, PC to play games on because Epic Games has been doing a lot of free content during the holiday season. So make sure you check that out. Some good stuff coming there. Uh, and that is the majority of stuff. I wanted to give you guys uh, an, an update for Ogre make sure that you were getting your content we will continue to give you content whether it is on our regular thursday big production episodes obviously we miss nick the banter between the two of us i, I miss that and i, I want to have more of that and we're going to but um we do want to make sure that you get your content and even if it's going to be in smaller segments like this one even if it's going to be in short daily segments we're, we're going to get the news to you so uh, as always, be good to each other and have a wonderful day.